0: That guys don't experience anything, any bully in the in the field. It's not that. I have seen my uh, literally uh, your teachers maybe at times are the people who will just put you down so much that you have z How
1: Are we live? Yes, we are. Hello and welcome to this another episode of live talk session with me, your host for today, Puneet arura on this beautiful platform called The Artist Inside You. Today we have another beautiful guest coming up, sharing her journey as an artist, Sakshi Gupta. Before I invite her, I want to thank everyone from the audience and all the audience that we get on this platform for amazing messages, amazing comments, suggestions, responses. Thank you so much. It means really a lot. Now, without further ado, I would like to invite Sakshi and get started with today's session.
0: Hi, how are you?
1: I'm great. You look beautiful.
0: Thank you so much. Hi, everyone. I'm so, so, so excited to be here and do this interview.
1: I'm excited as well. Right now, you're in Mumbai?
0: I'm in Mumbai. I was visiting a friend because she is leaving for UK. So I thought I'd come here, And good time for the interview as well.
1: Perfect. Is it raining in Mumbai?
0: Yeah, I was actually praying for it to rain because it was in. But then right now it started raining. So I'm happy.
1: I miss Mumbai and Mumbai it rains. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> but you're from Delhi?
0: No, I'm from Bhopal. Bhopal. Yeah, so okay. I'm from Bhopal. Uh, I was uh, born and brought up in Bhopal. I shifted to Bombay for my professional work.
1: Okay, so how did this happen? Like how did your journey start from Bhopal and move to Mumbai? Like as an artist, how did you start?
0: I started when I was two years old. <laughs> two years old? Yeah, I started I started dancing when I was two years old and uh, my mom wanted me to just dance, just normally dance. Nothing else just dances just add to what you can imagine. And uh, it was just more like a hobby back then and started mm-hmm. dancing. Uh, did some reality shows in between because that time reality shows were was a huge craze for it right uh, you have to do boogie boogie or something or something and that's how it started so did around uh, four five reality shows and then I thought of no I don't want to do reality shows I want to train myself as a beautiful dancer as like a, work, a hard-working dancer with techniques and everything so I shifted to Bombay.
1: And how's your journey from there?
0: Journey has been, uh, I would say, rocky. Uh, It was good (laughs) times and bad times. And today, only I met my uh, ex director, and uh, it was overwhelming altogether. But yes, it was rocky as well.
1: Oh, nice. So, uh, once you started your journey, the Boogie Woogie that you mentioned, did you get a chance to visit there as well? There, sorry. Boogie Woogie or channels? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So, my first reality show was in 2008 when I was eight years old and I did Boogie boogie that time. So it was more like fun for me. It was literally, literally very, very, very fun thingy for me. But uh, uh, when I came back as a dancer, I wanted to train professionally here. I made a promise to myself that I'm not going to go to industry. For personal reasons, I never wanted to go back to industry. And that was a promise to myself and I kept it right away. Wow. Well,
1: uh, but Would you like to share a little bit more about that? Like, what is the reason, basically? Why not towards the industry? Uh,
0: When people say industry is not safe, I agree to them. uh, And I stand with them. So a lot of things, like, uh, I won't say something really. uh, Just how you talk to someone. I was a child back then. So if you are talking to a child, maybe... In sense of uh, how you touch someone physically, and uh, how you talk to someone how you treat someone, and all the partiality of the reality show is what gets a person down. I at once I remember I had a plan to quit dancing. Mm. I don't want to dance anymore. Just because it was too much every time you try so hard to do it to go somewhere. My mom, she was, uh, she had a lot of medical history. So she was so helpful and she was always right there with me, you know, let's go do this, let's go do that. And after so much of hard work, you fail, not because of, not because of your mistake, but because of somebody else. And that used to pull me down. So I thought I will just quit dancing. But then obviously my mom was very supportive and she's like, you hey, know, decide what you want to do. And then I came across the, my uh, teacher I used to learn from him, Eden Peretta. So I came and across Edin Pereira on Instagram and I was like, okay, okay I want to do something like that. I want to train in the studio. I want to technic- be a technically strong dancer. And that's how I planned my bomb baker whole journey.
1: Wow. Beautiful. We, we have Edin as well once uh, as a guest. Yeah. He also shared his journey and everything. He's yeah. definitely an inspiring teacher. A lot focused towards more uh, technical side, but I guess that's what we all dancers need these days. So... And to be honest, like not every dancer says that, okay, I don't want to go more towards technical. I want to train. So that just made me curious. So that's why I was asking.
0: Yeah. I, I won't say I'm not a commercial dancer. I'm also a commercial dancer. And I love both parts of the things. I want to be commercial. I want to be out there as well. But at the same time, I want to train inside my studio in my four walls, where it's just me working and focus and everything, because that's what's going to put my commercial side also strong. So that was the whole idea of leaving everything, every grammar outside.
1: Beautiful. No, that's absolutely right. I agree. As a dancer myself, I agree, you know, uh, uh, training is like Dalshawel for us. So if we do not have that, we can have other stuff as well, like fancy stuff, but we cannot miss on training. Talking about training, let's, you know, I would like to know, how's your lockdown going for you as an artist, as a dancer? What are the struggles you're facing as a... Uh,
0: lockdown, lockdown for people was a lot of struggle, but word lockdown for me was a bliss. Yeah. I. Bliss. Yeah, because uh, my mom passed away before the lockdown, um, so I shifted back to Bhopal uh, in on October 31st, uh, 2019, uh, because my mom wasn't keeping well, so I thought of shifting back. I shifted back to Bhopal, and uh, after that, I only had one month with her, and she passed away. So, for me, it took a lot of time to process this fact that, okay, she's no more with me, because she was always there with me, supporting, and everywhere. So it was very difficult for me. And when lockdown happened, I got that time that I needed to process all this thing. Uh, My mom used to lead the house. Uh, She's the leader of the house and next in line was me. And I thought, yeah, I'm going to do this, but I had zero clue how to do this. So when lockdown happened, it actually gave me a little time to figure it out. My things, how I want to start my journey again, because I came back from another city. So I have to start from scratch again, though I was there in the city, but for two years, a huge gap. So I had to start the, uh, everything from the scratch again. So I got that time. Figured I figured out what I want to do, what my family wants, what everyone else, what I can what I can offer here. So that yeah. way around it helped me. I was quite overweight also because of my anxiety. I gained anxiety and my PCOD and my lifestyle gained also a lot of weight. But in the lockdown, I lost weight and then shifted my whole focus to fitness as well and uh, started training people as well. So yeah.
1: Wow, like it's so inspiring just to know from um, from a downside as an artist where you were struggling. Rather than not just converting into upside, you have also started helping other other artists to find, you know, their fitness, their teaching, mentoring as well. Wow, that's incredible. I'm sure your mom must be proud of you now. Absolutely. Definitely. Wherever she is, she is still proud of you and she's giving all your blessing, I'm sure.
0: Yeah, I think the decisions that I'm making right now, which is helping me so much, I think it's because of my mom, so
1: Yeah, definitely. So, tell us more about your fitness. What inspired you and what exactly do you do in fitness? Uh,
0: So, my lifestyle was pretty bad. I'm dead honest about this thing. Pretty bad Mm -hmm. about it. Never took care of uh, myself. Uh, A lot of drinking, smoking, a lot of things happened. And uh, uh, that actually was the reason of me gaining weight. And that's how I gained weight. I was 70kg. And... uh, in the lockdown, when the new thing started, the online thing, you know, like Insta- yeah. teachers doing Instagram live or some Zoom classes. And that was how we broke the boundaries. Like, uh, here we were planning, okay, we have to travel abroad to learn from the teachers. But now the teachers are accessible, you know. So, that happened and uh, I worshipped Jojo. So, yeah. Jojo was taking her class, the first class, I remember. And I was like, oh my god, it's Jojo's class, I have to do it. And uh, I couldn't do a shit about any her class. Literally couldn't do anything. And as a dancer, when you fail, it's the worst part. So that triggered me. I said, how am I not able to do it? Because I'm a one dancer who loves JoJo style and Jojo's teaching. She's right here. How, how? Why is this happening? And that day, I quit smoking. It was like just this second. Done and done. So 100% uh, quitting smoking. And then started towards my fitness. I started training body conditioning. I uh, do body conditioning where it's HIIT completely. I, stayed, uh, I used to do it here at the World Dance School. I was working at the World Dance School in Bombay. So I have to teach here as well. But I had to put all my training into my body now again. So I started doing that, giving myself a lot of uh, good training, running, getting my stamina back. That's how I started and I lost the uh, 14 kgs in one and a half month.
1: Wow. Yeah. So you were around 76, 77 kgs.
0: I was 70 kgs and now I'm 30. 50.
1: Wow. In a, in a month, one and a no, half No,
0: 50, month. 50, half and 50 took time because it's very easy to come from 70 to say 65, uh, 60. But it's difficult from 60, like that 4, 5 kg weight is difficult to lose. So that yeah. was time, but yeah, maximum kgs I lost in one and a half months, that was 14 kgs.
1: And now did you try to do Jojo Gomez's class?
0: No. Yeah, I did Jojo's class, I did Erica's class, and it was a huge change. How was change. it? Huge change. Ah. <laughs> yeah, I felt uh, proud of myself <laughs> because uh, it was necessary for me as a dancer because my mom put so much hard work to see me as a dancer and I cannot let her down in that thing. Yeah,
1: yeah. beautiful. This is for the audience as well. If you guys have any questions, I have a lot of questions to ask Sakshi and I'm going to keep asking her because anyway, we have a limited time with her. She's occupied. She's she's not even at home. She's outside and we're grateful she's having this session. But if you guys want to ask anything, you know, related to your training, your fitness or anything, please go ahead, put your questions in the comment section I'll ask on behalf of you. Yeah. Um, so Sakshi, you know, as we're talking about the training and everything, I think uh, one thing that you mentioned was about bad habits for artists, like how you quit Uh, I just wanted to ask anything related to diet also you changed your lifestyle also you changed you know when that moment came okay now I want to go for another direction altogether
0: so uh, a lot of things changed diet was one thing that obviously was very important I'm a foodie I still am a foodie and I love uh, beer so there's this do two things and I had to stop everything for me to because I wanted a huge change and I was expecting a huge change from myself so I had to limit myself and I have a very good self-control over my body if I say no, that it means a no. Anything can happen, but it's a no. So uh, I came onto a calorie deficit diet completely. Uh, I switched to vegetarian also from non-vegetarian, so I became completely vegetarian. Calorie mm-hmm. deficit. Anything I used to uh, even see treating your body also is very important. So if your body requires a cheat, you should treat it. So that's how I. And it took me time to understand this. Also. So I was like, I don't
1: think anybody requires. It's a
0: treat. It's a treat meal. <laughs> it's a treat. So I call it a treat. Yeah. It's a meal, yeah. So if you have to treat your body because your body did amazing. So you have to treat your body. That's it. So yeah, but I always used to have a light dinner. And even if I'm treating my body, I used to treat it in lunch. That's important. So, and about the bad habits, Puneet, basically it's important. We don't realize when we do it. You'd never yeah. realize when you are into it. You will realize once you lose something. I lost my respect towards myself and I couldn't do that class. And I'm not being harsh on myself, but I am a dancer and I'm supposed to because I want to do this. It's my need. And from not able to do this, that's what triggered me. So you know never notice anyone in some habit. You will notice once you lose something, and I lost something, and that's how I noticed. You know, this is actually not right for me. I to. Uh, I still say this. Leaving Bombay was also one of the best decisions of my life.
1: Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Like uh, I don't know what the anybody from the audience, but she is actually showing a mirror to me for sure in a lot of habits in a lot of ways. But definitely, you know, like, um, I have a lot of bad habits, for sure. We all do. But it's facing either. them and realizing is a, is a hard thing. Especially because of the lockdown, we guys have no clue. All of us are lost what to do, what not to do. So, not just the sleeping cycle, the eating cycle, everything has changed altogether.
0: Yeah, so, that happens. And, uh, and as you said, everyone has a bad habits, And it's not even bad. Until unless you realize it, you know that it's bad, you start working towards it. That's it. If you're not working towards stopping it, that's bad.
1: Well said. Yeah. Nice. I should start writing these quotes as well.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. Thank you.
1: <laughs> okay. So there's a question by Adi uh, underscore nineteen. Uh, he asked how to lose body loss. Adi, I think you should join Sakshi's classes. That'll help you. Just to be mm-hmm. around her, <laughs> it'll help it.
0: Uh, you basically say Yeah, see, um, there's a difference in it. When you there are people uh, I've seen people losing twenty KGs in a month also. Okay. But it's not healthy for your body. It's not healthy because you lose your muscles. You lose your uh, proper structure of the body, which is not correct. You lose yeah. your fat. Your fat percent has to go down, not your muscle percentages. Yeah. So take care of that thing for, first of all, if you want to lose your fats and everything. So yeah, and as Puneet said, join body conditioning with Sakshi.
1: <laughs> definitely. I think you have that um, clear sense of direction as a leader that you can direct not yourself, but also people with you. you know? yeah. So I would definitely recommend Covid subject. <laughs> Another question by Ra underscore she underscore. As a beginner, will you suggest to do for? A, as a beginner, what will you suggest to do for a home workout or a direct hit the gym? Okay,
0: uh,
1: as a beginner, what will you suggest a beginner to do a home workout or a directly hit the hit gym? Hit the gym,
0: yeah. Hit so gym. Uh, depends upon what your goal is. You want to gain uh, strength and uh, uh, muscles in your body. If you're too lean, you want to lose your fat. You want to cut down your uh, uh, fat percentage. Depends on what you're looking for. If you want to lose your fat, I won't suggest you to go for a gym. I would suggest you to start working with your body weight completely. Start doing HIIT. Start doing body weight training. And that will help you cut down your uh, fat percentage. And if you want to gain strength, still, I gain my strength by doing my body weight training only. I am still not... Uh, a gym person or nothing like that I'm still doing my body weight training you can include weights in your training and that's how you can do it and if you're a gym person then try and hit the gym if that works out for you it works out for you it doesn't work out for me at all so yeah
1: yeah you 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 move towards body conditioning rather than going for a gym definitely out. any day yeah
0: and uh, today only we were talking about this my friend is uh, the friend I'm visiting right now she's my student and her friends are also my students so we were working out in the morning today and it was the first time I was making them do offline workout. Till now, she's been student for one year almost and she was doing online and today we were doing offline. So it was a huge change and today only we were talking and she was saying, my brother was working out. Uh, her friend was saying, my brother, brother was working out with the weights and it, was, it looked easy. But when we do 50 burpees or something like that, it actually hits you.
1: There's a different muscle, different all together involved in it.
0: And I work with agility. A lot of uh, stamina and agility requires to do the workout I do.
1: Beautiful. Now I feel like joining your sessions as well. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: you, you mentioned about HIT. What exactly yeah. is that?
0: It's high intensive workout where I give almost zero breaks, uh, just a 30 seconds recovery. And we hit our heart rate too high. Then we come back down to uh, our normal heart rate in 30 seconds, breathe in, breathe out, and then we hit it again. So, once you do HIIT, your calorie burn is actually after your workout as well. How you do LISS and the workout, you will only burn calorie LISS. for a limited period of time. Sorry?
1: LISS is
0: this? LISS is a low-intensity workout.
1: Low-intensity.
0: Yeah. So, basically, if you're doing low-intensity or you're doing weight training, uh, your calorie burn is for the limited period of time. And if you're doing HIIT, your calorie burn is after your workout as well.
1: Okay. Nice. And yeah, also one, more,
0: one more thing, I, I think so. people have a lot of misconception about, you know, you just have to lose your weight on the scale. It's not that. Yeah. It's just your inches. I can still show you my pictures of when I was uh, my on my YouTube channel, you can go and find the video. And when I was fat, and uh, I won't say fat, when I was heavy, and then you can see the picture right now and you can see the difference about my inches. Even if I gain my muscle and be 70 again with my muscle and this body, it's correct.
1: Okay. All right, guys, so I think we all need to check out her YouTube channel as well and check out all the pictures, all the videos, all the sessions that she's been doing on YouTube. Do you take online sessions or, like on Zoom, but do you take Thanks. live sessions as well? like you know those live sessions which uh, a lot of instructors take it on YouTube and on Instagram as well.
0: Uh, I don't mind taking once in a while, I take my classes on Google Meet, uh, my online classes, but I also believe in one thing. See, you can find number and numbers of video on YouTube, number and number of video, but they're not personalized according to what your body type is. They are yeah. just making the video, even if I put a video tomorrow of, of me working out or a workout video, it's going to be more of what works for my body or what works generally for people, not personalized according to what you are looking for so if I'm a person who is looking forward for okay, I need to start working out. Why I need to start working out? Because I need to lose weight. Okay, I need to lose weight. But I'm I'm seeing this video on YouTube and this says okay, weight loss for something, 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 but not your body type. Your body type might be something else. You are maybe going through some different medications. You never know, right? People today, people have a lot of girls have TCOD, they have diabetes, they have thyroid. There's a different workout that you have to put into the practice when you have certain complications or certain. Specific uh, Specifications
1: hmm. Okay uh, People who are recommending me To try our classes Nehantar, all of these guys are from my team They're like, Puneet, try it, try it Okay guys, fine, I get it I'm working right now from home Where 10 hours there is a sitting job, I get it I will try Sakshi's classes
0: <laughs> Yes, Puneet will try And you guys will try
1: Yeah, like definitely, okay I'm not getting that far, guys yes. <laughs> If I am, you can just say it out loud Yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> but no i i totally ex- uh agree with you you know uh like personalization of classes a lot of time even as a dancer even as an artist when i'm also doing a live class i feel um uh, even if i'm stuck you know even if a choreography even if i'm stuck with something there is different every person has a different way of learning so it becomes very um uh, very uh like a mugging you know i'm just mugging it up the whole choreography or the circuit the routine and everything but when it's a personal class, you know, one-on-one session or a group batch session, it doesn't matter. But at least there's someone as an instructor looking to, to Exactly.
0: Them. That yeah. makes a lot of change. Even I have my batch going on uh, in the morning and the evening. And there are people and I tell them, hey, there are, there's a difference between the personal training and the batch training for sure. I'm going to make a workout which will have, uh, which I will keep in mind all the aspects of everyone in the class. And there's a personal batch where it's just going to be you and me. So there's a difference in it. But both works if it works for you. But having something unknown and just watching and doing doesn't work.
1: Yeah. Like there are a few videos uh, now that even Jojo Gomez is also coming up with Erica Klein is coming up. They are recording, but they are still very detailed. They tell exactly. you everything. That is a different thing altogether. Like yes. if you want to start something new and you mm-hmm. want to try it out, that's a different thing. But if you're going for uh, faster results, like how you yeah. mentioned, everything looks like very fast yes. results.
0: And imagine fully, see, uh, we are trained dancers. So we still understand the technicalities they say their vocab we still understand imagine someone beginner seeing their video and uh, saying okay she's saying okay play in second and then on oh, no, you and this and this do you think they will ever yeah. be able to cope up
1: True. Yeah. There are a lot of people saying hi hi sakshi hey how are you
0: are you want oh, to say anything
1: yeah. to your fans your audience your students
0: hi guys i'm good. just having a very amazing interview with very amazing person
1: <laughs> so this is uh, like me and sakshi have never met we have no clue that we both existed. I didn't even knew about her account and everything. That Thanks to Shreya. I found yeah. her. I started studying what Sashi does and everything. And I asked her, requested her to come for a live talk session. And
0: you know Shreya, I met Shreya in uh, Edin's class. So we both wow. were doing, cl- yeah, we met at Edin's class at the World Dance School. And then she joined my body conditioning classes. So she was a student there as well. So she started body conditioning. And then she told me that one day, hey, you know, there's this page, and would you like to come up? I said, obviously.
1: Obviously. yeah <laughs> amazing she's a hard worker definitely yeah okay uh moving on to you know um a lot of misconceptions that people have when it comes to fitness and uh uh training as a dancer do you would you like to name any
0: no uh, uh i would say uh see every sta every stance there requires a different kind of training If you do Bollywood, it's a different kind of training. I'm not comparing at all any style. No style is less. No style is less. Not saying that at all. But uh, there's a certain kind of training required for a certain kind of dance form. So I think artists and dancers need to understand this fact. Just uh, training in uh, this, uh, say, let's say, training in, uh, and I also want to say this thing, uh, you should train in some classical form, maybe ballet, maybe Indian classical. So I have done 10 years uh, of Bharataniam and I've also done ballet. And that is one thing which will bring discipline in your body, which is the most important thing. I have also done uh, b-girling. I've also done urban. I've also done contemporary, jazz. But that the basic of ballet and classical is what builds you up. So understand the foundation of uh, style before you put yourself into some style. Just because it looks good doesn't mean it's good for you. Maybe you are something for some different person.
1: True. I, I just get lost with the thought of process, how you saying so I'm also kind of, you know, maybe taking notes and thinking about things. No way.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: So somebody's uh, saying th- doing
0: ballet. Yes.
1: Yeah. Um that's Nandara doing ballet. Um So you know how, how there is a misconception of um like uh, with different forms as well. Now there are a lot of misconceptions and thought process involved when it comes to uh what a male person can do and what a female person can do in fitness and in the industry and all together. So I'm sure as a female artist, you must have gone through certain challenges as well. Let's just call that challenges. So would you like to share anything about that as well?
0: Uh, definitely there's a huge difference. Uh, and it still exists. So not going to lie about it for sure. And uh, uh, as, uh, as strong, uh, a woman can put herself in up front on the stage. But still, uh, when we are working with a number of people, you feel something somewhere which is not good. I would say. And why I chose studio life was just one reason because I can be safe in my four walls. And people working with me can be safe in that four walls. Now, uh, if you talk about male and female, what can what they can do and what they can't or something like that. Um, I would just say about my personal experience that I have always been um, more leaning towards what male can do. And I was always there. So if you uh, if people come up and say, hey, you know, uh, about the lifts, say so just for example, how people lift, how males lift that's a generalized um, thing, no? That male lifts the female, correct? But I've always been the person who lifts other people, you know.
1: As a sure. guy, I always loved when anybody else lifts me up. Okay, I love yeah. doing lifts, but I always loved it. Exactly. And I hate this misconception that only guys have to pick it up, exactly. pick it up. So,
0: yeah. yeah. So that is wrong for sure, yeah. When you experience something. I would not say that guys don't experience anything, any bully in the in the field. It's not that. I have seen my male friends also going through something really, really harsh. So it's not that you bo- you get body shamed and uh, you get uh, uh, literally uh, your teachers maybe at times are the people who will just put you down so much that you have zero expectations from yourself to get up. And uh, luckily, I'm a person who loves negative motivation. So if you put me, put me down, I would come up stronger. So that's me. But there are a lot of people who don't want to come up after you put them down.
1: It it gets harder for everyone.
0: Definitely. Yeah. This happened but in Edin's class and it was so funny. Uh, so yeah. Eden is a person who's very harsh and he's training. Very harsh. Okay. And we love it. Like I used to love it, definitely. So Eden uh, did something and he's like he was screaming at me, screaming at me, screaming at me. And I came up as a stronger person after that. And there's some people who couldn't handle that. So different person different personalities. Yeah,
1: true. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Sorry? What doesn't kill you, it just makes you much stronger.
0: Definitely. And that's how my mom always taught me. Uh, uh, I connect with lioness. I've always connected with lioness. And my mom always told me that this is how we live. Wow. Strong roots.
1: Yeah.
0: Nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: If you have to select one thing between dance and fitness, what would you say?
0: Oh, select? God. What is this? This is the worst <laughs> question. I cannot. cannot. No, they both go hand in hand. They both go hand in hand. I've been dancing since the age of two and fitness is something which is building me right now where it's literally made me a different person altogether. So they're both very important aspect of my life and I cannot choose one thing.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> I'm okay, also very I diplomatic, to. how can you say that? <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, uh, talking about dance and um, life around it. Um, as an artist, as a female artist, you have heard a lot of changes, you have experienced a lot of changes, a lot of uh, challenges. I wanted to ask: Have you got um, like because you're working outside in the industry as well and everything? Have you got pressurized to do a lot of Bollywood and a lot of stuff that you don't want to do? Yeah.
0: Definitely. Yeah. <laughs>
1: like fitness instructor, um, you might have got requests. Okay, ma'am, ask, sohna Bollywood pe kara zumba kara do, ye do. Yeah.
0: Luckily, tell you, I have always got this request from the industry part more because a, yeah. I, I was more into classical before I came to Bombay. Uh, completely a Bharatanatyam dancer. So when uh, I always used to love fusion, fusing one style with the other style at the World Dance School, I used to take a fusion classical batch, where it was just about fusing, fusing two styles together and getting something new out of it. That was always my thing. But yeah. um, there's a dignity that I need to maintain when I'm, a, I'm dancing a certain way. So uh, my teachers, my, all my gurus, they are very strict about it. So you cannot dance on a Western song. And I love, I used to love dancing in But before that, I was also very rigid. So sometimes, I would say, in some way, industries also helped me change my perspective about things. I used to be very rigid. I said, no, if I can't dance on some Bollywood song or some different song. I will always take my classical song and dance on a classical song. I was doing Hindustan Kev Narbaz on um, uh, Life Okay. So uh, Terence Lewis and uh, Sonali Bender was the judge for this whole show. So uh, they, they gave me the song Papu can danceala to do classical on it. Okay, and I was like, what is this? <laughs> How can I do it? And I went to my teacher and I was like, listen, and she was also she also got angry and said, bah, we are not going to do it. And then my mom sat down with me. She's like, hey, why don't you try and change something? Because uh, if you are not going to change, your coming generation are also going to follow the same thing. Maybe change a little bit for them. Try and do it. It's nothing that you're not di- respecting. So we cannot dance wearing shoes, obviously. So yeah. he, so she's like, you're not disrespecting your guru. You're doing exactly what you were doing on a some different music. Nothing changes. And I said, you're correct. And then I tried doing it and then I started loving it. So that's how it uh, changed for me in a better way. In the bad way. Uh, the request was uh items sounds karate hai, because you have got a good body, you know. Mm. And so maybe it's a place I will wear short clothes because I want to wear it. I won't wear short clothes because you want me to wear it. Yeah. Normal thing. So uh, every in, every reality shit was like, uh, maybe it's not so it's so so it'll look more glamorous. You are a girl, it'll look more glamorous for the people to watch it. You know, TRP gain hogi.
1: They yeah. actually said it right on your face.
0: Yeah. And really? my mom was there, my mom was like, fuck it, I'm not doing it. <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, and I agree to the fact, even in the, the I agree to the fact that I will do it on my conditions, I, I won't disrespect my trainings. That's how I agreed with them. And then they said, you know, we'll customize your dress in certain, certain ways. And my mom used to make my dresses. So my mom was like, a, uh, yeah, my mom was a fashion designer. So she used to stitch my dresses all the time. So she uh, made something and she's like, we're taking this with us into Bombay. Let's see how things go. Just for a safer purpose, she took that dress. And they showed us some different kind of thing, like wear this, wear that. And mom said, no, you will wear this. And then ha- the they had to agree, okay, she'll wear this. And uh, that's how it was good.
1: I wish I could meet your mom. Yeah, she
0: so was very inspiring. Yeah. Yeah, and because of uh, after having, she was a cancer survivor, basically. And uh, still, she was um, on her toes for me.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um, so, um, moving to the next uh, thing, um, you know, talking about a lot of, now we have known, we got to know that how you started your journey and how the lockdown was. Now, what would you say where your journey is heading towards? So, what's the vision? What's coming next with Safi? Uh
0: When I was in Bombay, I was uh, more uh, into hustling style. I still hustle, but hmm. uh, a different kind of uh, fast life and struggling life and everything. I was more into that. But uh, when I shifted back to Bhopal, I've become, I would say, my uh, fitness and my dance, as I said, will go hand in hand. But I'm going to continue my everything in Bhopal. So, yeah, it's going to be, and I love the fact that we have shifted from a whole thing to virtual thing that we have uh, broken the boundaries. And now I'm accessible to people. I'm doing ACE fitness training, which will put me on the world map as a fitness trainer. So I am not, even if I'm in Bhopal, I'm not limited to Bhopal. I have the whole world to cover up staying in Bhopal. And I have my family. I have my boyfriend. I have his family. And I'm very protective of my people. Very protective. So I'm gonna settle down in Bhopal. I'm gonna continue my work online, offline from there, and that's how my future is gonna head on.
1: Beautiful. I think that's a great thing. You know, Bhopal as a city, as a place, will also come up, and uh, there will be maybe people from Mumbai and Delhi will travel to Bhopal to do your class.
0: Yeah, exactly. And that's the aim. To people coming for me, I'm not traveling yeah. for people, but they coming for me to learn from me.
1: Once after this pandemic, I'll definitely meet you. So even if you're (laughs) mobile, I'll come there.
0: Yes, you will.
1: (laughs) We have a question by Kunal underscore Om Fleming underscore India. What's your advice for someone new who has been asked to be a part of a reality show? What are the drawbacks and the negative aspects one should worry about?
0: Uh, You are not yourself when you're in a reality show. Because the reality show is always made in a way where it's their PRP, their publicity, their thing. It's not about you for sure. So they will only ask you to do things which will work for them. So if I say I want to do this, I want to do this style in this form, you are not allowed to do this until unless that will help them, uh, their publicity. So basically you have zero um, control over your art that way now So that's the drawback. The good part is, uh, which will again be a drawback, but I will explain. So the good part is that you get the fame. You get the stardom. But the stardom goes away like this. So if you are the winner right now for this season there is going to be next season there is going to be number of seasons the, and maybe not saying this uh, I, I don't mean it in a bad way but maybe the other winner will be more better than you more appreciated than you more with more TRP than you in general okay so your stardom will go down and to at this uh, part of time Apuneet I think uh, everything is turned in a way where to maintain your stardom you have to do things which you would never want to do it
1: Yeah, so that's a drawback. I understand what you're saying, but that's a very deep. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's just
0: actually because okay, some some people don't like to publish their art form on the social media, in general, but they have to because they have to maintain what they got. Okay, they were the winner of certain reality show. If you're out of the social media or the TV, you're no more in the fame. You're no more in the limelight. So to do that, you have to be on the social media, post your work, which you don't want to do it. Mm
1: I guess that kind of a lifestyle would be some for someone who is actually looking for a uh, push, you know, which a fame or reality show can help them push or, you know, launch in the market. For example, Correct. if I'm an artist, if I want to have that boost in my lifestyle where it can, you know, bring on that boost through a reality show or anything. Yeah, that fame can help.
0: definitely. And just be strong if you're going for a reality show. Just be strong enough for, to take the denials and to just stay there. Just be strong with it.
1: Okay, yeah, definitely, I will. And so will Kunal. Kunal, I hope that answers your question. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have one more question by Nantara. Before I ask that, I also want to go to this topic uh, of injuries. You know, it doesn't matter if you're as a dancer or as a fitness. There are a lot of times we go through certain injuries. Like, uh, according to a survey, our survey, my survey as well, uh, it's 99.9% of dancers have a knee or a lower back injury.
0: Ha, ha, ha. I'm one of them.
1: <laughs> so... What do you think, how, how, how do you deal injuries as a fitness coach and as a dancer? Uh,
0: that's two different things, I would say. As a dancer, I would say stop panicking. Do not panic. Because what we think, na, Kunal, because our bodies are everything. If we don't have a body, we can not dance. So, if we get an injury, we're like, oh my god, now it's an injury. How, how we will we do this? Yeah, go have fun. It's a lot of shit. Stop panicking. There's an injury, you treat it well. Do not try and push it so much that it will become more. I have done that. It was the biggest mistake that I did. I had a lower back injury. And it was because the, I was overworking my body. It's the worst part. I and mean, we do it regularly. We do not realize as a dancer. We're like, hey, yeah. this is you're supposed to do it. This is how you, we have done. This is how we have taught. You have to work, keep working for a number of, number of hours. It's not that. Your body also needs rest. So I got my injury. I, got a, I had a lower back injury. Uh, because we were doing a show. And I, I was, out of 13 performances, I was in 11 performances. So back to back, back to back. I was in some other other performance. And because of that, I ended up hurting my back. I did somehow, uh, I used to go to my physio daily. Daily. It was uh, one hour of uh, physio daily, but still I was not recovering. Nothing was happening. And then what happens if you're not recovering? No, your whole thing goes to your mental health. I'm not recovering. What will happen? And you start overthinking and everything. That That starts to happen. Stop panicking. Go to a good doctor. Listen to what your doctor says. You don't think, okay, he doesn't know that I'm a dancer. I have been working for this long. No, he's the doctor. You're not the doctor. Leave your knowledge out when you go to your physio. Attend your maybe whatever doctor uh, you're recommended to. Listen to what the doctor is saying. Give your body some rest. Eat well and you come back stronger. Maybe you will come from if you're on the 30th step of your journey, maybe you have to come down to 25th. But again, you can push it yourself. Much better way. But there's no point of being on 30th and still being on 30th. Yeah. And as a fitness, sorry, as a fitness trainer, I would say I recommend people to not panic. You, I was just teaching my friend the headstand, and I told mm-hmm. her it's just this height. You will fall, nothing will happen. Nothing will happen. This is that if you start panicking, everything goes wrong. So as a fitness trainer, my advice is to not panic in a way that my students can get motivated towards it and work towards it. What happens uh, in gym? You have a different kind of flow rate. At our home, we don't have that flooring. Because of that, yeah. a lot of people uh, injure their knees. Because it's a hard surface. So you end up injuring your knee, your whole pressure goes to your knee, your knee starts to pain. Give yourself some rest. That's it. Eat healthy, give yourself some rest, and that's it. Your injury will go away. And I have personally felt that way.
1: No. no, Very true. The question Nantara asks is, what is one thing one should worry about when there is a weak part of the knee while doing an HIT
0: workout? Uh, if your knee is injured, you're not supposed to jump so much. Uh, you, there are a lot of variations. Even if I'm doing jumping jacks, there's a variation where I'm not jumping and still doing it. Uh, I, if I'm doing squats, I don't have to do the squat jumps. I can do my squats. Have a support. Where your supporters? And uh, maybe if you're doing lunges, normally we, we do a lot of lunges in HIT. Have a support of the wall. Hold the wall and then do it. So you don't have a lot of uh, pressure going on to your knee. So that's how you uh, decrease and it's not always to just cut off something. If I'm doing hundred jumping jacks, I can uh, just uh, uh, do 10 jumps with the jumps and rest with the normal. The next day I can do 11 with the jumps and rest normal. It's everyday progress that you have to make.
1: Yeah. Listening more to our body. Very true. Yeah. I hope that answers your question antara any more questions guys from the audience you can ask now because we have last five to eight minutes left with Sakshi. yeah um i have still a lot of questions so i'm going to cut a few questions of mine but if you anybody from the audience has questions this is the time you can
0: okay. shoot your questions
1: sorry
0: i think you can shoot your questions Still shoot your questions
1: <laughs> but uh, it's a live talk session eh? it's not a se- uh, private call so I just like to give chance to the audience to ask their questions. Yeah. I have a lot of questions over <laughs> You know, like uh, what kind of a lifestyle right now? If uh, Like how you fitness instructor or fitness coach. I'm sure you have a different kind of lifestyle altogether. First of all, like getting up early.
0: Having up at 5.30 sleep? in the morning.
1: Yeah. So what time do you sleep?
0: I sleep by, see, I sleep a little late because I have a lot of things on my plate right now. I'm working as an mm. uh, academic teacher. I'm working as a fitness trainer. I'm also teaching dancing and uh, I'm also studying my ACE. So I have a lot of things on my plate. So I sleep by 11, 11 and I wake up by in the morning, 5 30, 6 max, go for running, come back from my running, take my classes, my morning batch, and then I finish my morning batch. Then I have my academic class to take, then I do that, then I have lunch. Then come back to the evening class, finish that, workout, and fix. somewhere. you have to fix your workout. I have to put my workout, <laughs> okay, I have this slot free, I should fit my workout there. Then put my workout, then come down again, some classes, and then spend time with family, and that's it.
1: Beautiful. I think that's a really good schedule.
0: I have finally come down to this schedule. Otherwise, it was used to be shitty as, as hell. Okay. In Bombay, that was bad.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um... Bombay has a different lifestyle altogether.
0: Altogether.
1: Um, like, I guess I think I understand what you said, what you, what you meant by when you said uh, you had to come back from Bombay and it was a good thing. Because Bombay lifestyle is also like an addiction. Once you're in the Bombay and you're living that, you don't realize. But only when you come out of it, okay, then you're able to see what else
0: happened. You can see the difference in it. Uh, I think I am a very different person when I'm back from Bombay. And I just met my director and she said the same thing to me. Ki, you're a very different person now. It's because you realize a lot of things. See, in Bombay, you also tend to... Uh, that's why I say, you should be a very strong-headed person when you move out to any city, not even Bombay. To any city. Yeah. If you're moving out, you're supposed to be very strong-headed because the, it's very overwhelming in the start. You know, okay, I can do yeah. this, I can do that, I can do this, I can do that. And in that uh, feeling of being overwhelmed, you do a lot of mistakes which you don't want to do it. But you end up doing it. So, to when you go back, and when you take a step back and realize and understand, then you understand, you know, it was actually the best decision. Yeah, And even the first best decision was to go to Bombay, and the second was to come back from Bombay. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh, one more thing that I wanted to ask was, a lot of people have confusion of what kind of diet plans, because now they have a lot of diet plans. You know, there is vegan, of course, which everybody knows is very good, but very hard to follow. Then there is keto diet plan where it is a little bit totally hard and totally different altogether. You know. So, which is your favorite?
0: Uh, calorie deficit.
1: Calorie deficit.
0: Correct. So, what yeah. happens in? Uh, see, you have to stop yourself from a lot of things when you are in, when you are vegan. I'm also vegetarian. I've, uh, I was non-vegetarian, but I've completely converted into vegetarian. So, uh, you have to stop yourself when you're doing keto or you're doing. Um, Say this thing um, when you're following vegan or you're doing anything, you have to distance yourself from a lot of things. I want to be a person who will uh, deficit myself so much into calories that even if I'm having something uh, unhealthy, it will cover up my calorie. So that way down.
1: Okay, so you more uh, you lean towards more having a check on your calories, that kind of a diet
0: plan. Yeah. See, uh, all everything depends on your calorie intake and calorie expenditure. Everything depends on this thing. If my calorie intake and my calorie expenditure is on balance, I will keep maintaining where I am right now. Always. So if I'm taking if, so, if I'm not going to maintain, I won't have a track of my calorie intake, how can I have a track of my body? That way. Yeah. So I keep myself in a deficit, and it's not that. See, our body our brain functions in a way where we overeat every time. Uh, if we're eating, our brain will register after half an hour that okay, my stomach is full. After half an hour. So till half an hour we're doing overeating. Hmm okay so that way around, you are eating more calories so i stop where my i know my brain says that okay, okay it's done and uh, yeah. i know it's done and i won't feel hungry and you're not supposed to eat when you're feeling bored you're supposed to eat when you're feeling hungry
1: hungry <laughs> yes. okay yeah that makes sense so there's another question that i missed out uh, this is by underscore kushi point dot 2j22 how to reduce saddlebag how
0: to reduce
1: Saddlebags. So she's asking about the saddle bag.
0: Okay, I am uh, actually not don't um, know about it. Can you please explain? There's this question. Saddle bag,
1: Krushy, What do you mean by saddle bags? I think.
0: Are you mean Jimmy, the you mean the love handle? handles?
1: Yeah, <laughs> I think okay. even that love you,
0: handles. You, you mean the love handles, your all obliques and things? Um,
1: That's okay. what I think. I am waiting even for Kushy to it's type that
0: again. Only. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, I will search about it if it's not that. But I'm just going to tell you about the love handles and the your obliques. It's a lot of twist exercises which helps your obliques to go. Okay, outer thighs. It's outer thighs. Okay, saddlebags are outer thighs. Thank you for the knowledge. Okay, outer thighs. Uh, A lot of uh, running helps you in that. A lot of steppers helps you in that. So, uh, not a lot of jumps, but running fast pace, high knees will help you in that.
1: I hope that answers your question, Kushi. Yes. I'm sorry I skipped your question. (laughs) I realize now. I hope that answers your questions. Uh, Kushi. if you have more questions, let me know. Uh, I think you should also tell us about uh, the love handles. Those are also-
0: Yeah. And it's in our Indian body, love handles are one of the most concerned things that we we see nowadays. It's mostly that you do a lot of twist exercises and that will uh, make this thing go, a lot of hip dips, a lot of twist dads. And I do number of twist exercises to get rid of this thing.
1: Wow. So um, as we're coming to the end, uh, I would also like to know for the audience and anybody because this session will be saved later on people will, can watch it. Anybody who wants to get in touch with you or have questions for you or would like to know more about your classes how to, how can they reach out? Uh,
0: my Instagram handle is at the rate movewithsakshi and it's movewithsakshi Sakshi so, yeah, uh, you can DM me over there. There's a link in my bio, which will direct you to respective pages. If you want to contact me for my personal training, for my, uh, per- uh, my group training, you can do that. There's also an account called as Body Conditioning with Sakshi. So, you can DM Body Conditioning condition with Sakshi. And, uh, yeah, I will get in touch with you. And I regularly see my message requests. So, there's no chance of me missing out your uh, message.
1: Great. And this is for the audience, whoever has, even has a question, you know, towards any fitness or anything, and they reach out to us, we will definitely forward it to Sakshi, you know, we, I love to bother Sakshi. So if we get any question related to anything of dancing or body fitness or anything related that Sakshi can help with us, help you with So uh, we would love to forward it to Sakshi so that she can help you with the proper guidance as well.
0: Yes. And Puneet, one more thing. Uh, Thanks a lot uh, to you to do because you're doing such an amazing thing with the page the artist inside you it's very important for people to stand up for artists and listen to their struggles because we go through a lot but we don't say it out a lot of times
1: well that's why this platform is here because i think artists like you are changing not just some misconceptions but a lot it's like a butterfly effect you know how they call it so a yes. small effect can make a huge difference so i think you and your mom as well has created that butterfly effect already
0: i've got very i've got very lucky i'm very lucky with the people i've got in my life uh, the very supportive. like my mother my family uh, the partner i have in my life everyone is very supportive and i thank everyone for this and you for doing this
1: definitely thanks to shreya as well you know yeah thanks shreya <laughs> and uh, you know like as a platform we would love to promote and share your work as well because we really we really are, uh, we get inspired by your work these days, uh, like Treya told me about you, and after I also got to research more about you, get to know more about you. Definitely, definitely we are more than happy to promote you even more.
0: Yes. Thank you so much for having me on board.
1: Thank you so much for coming on your weekend. Uh, thank you once again, on behalf of the whole team of the artists inside you for having this session. We got so much to learn from you and we hope to have more projects with you eventually as well
0: thank you so much thanks a lot means a lot and see you
1: definitely see ya bye bye Bye. take care bye Bye. right. with that we finished our today's session that was a quick short and really good session I think it was very inspiring for everyone who's looking for fitness as well as for dancers you know who are going through rough time as well let me know what you think about this session in the comments or in the DM thank you once again for joining see you for the next session soon only on the Artists Inside You